Here's another snippet from Chats About Chat, Conversations on Vygotsky's Cultural Historical Theory. So what have you come to learn about Vygotsky as a teacher or as maybe an educational philosopher, uh, for lack of better terms, as a result of your uh, like recent uh, translation work, the pedagogical work? What have, what have you learned about Vygotsky, teacher or educational philosopher? I have learned how much I have to learn. Mm. Um, I think that Vygotsky was a remarkable teacher uh, and also a remarkable thinker, but that does not imply that he taught the same way that he thought. Uh, when you look at his notebooks and you look at his lectures, you see two very different people. You see one who is much more like you, Anthony, sort of patient, uh, calm, has a good commanding classroom, uh, personality, tends to take things one step at a time, lots of repetition, uh, lots of simplification, and then you look in the notebooks and you look in the sketches, because to tell you the truth, a lot of the pedagogical manuscripts are incomplete. He's, he's sick, uh, he's busy, he has to go teach uh, at many different schools, uh, and so yeah, he's recycling a lot of material. And as he's recycling it, he's repeating it to himself, as well as to his students, working it out. But when you look at his notes, you see that he's more like me. There's the bouncing ball, and it's very hard to follow, and you have to fill in a lot of gaps. And this is why Vygotsky's pedagogical work will keep us busy for the next hundred years, just figuring out, filling out the gaps, figuring out things like what the hell is the crisis of 17? He says it exists. He, does, he writes absolutely nothing about it. And a lot of my students, when they show up, they're 17, 18 years old. And so that's the bit I need. That's the bit I want. And it's the bit where Vygotsky has let us work it out for ourselves. And that's another reason why Vygotsky had to be modest and be humble because life is short. And he had to teach. <laughs>